This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to the program. Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald. We are the hosts of Kelly and Company. It's the second hour of the show. Wherever you're listening in around the world, we appreciate you being with us. And maybe if you're sitting at your desk, you're just on your computer checking us out at AMI.ca where you can hang out with us. Appreciate your time. Remember, we're here live for 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. On Mondays and Tuesdays, however, we get an opportunity to visit with our community reporters. The committee reporters are scattered all over Canada and bring to us all sorts of great news and things to to talk about that they're involved in. Well, let's visit with our uh, committee reporter out in Dawson City, Yukon, Kim Hovick. Kim, welcome back. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. So I think we're all agreed around here. Hands? Yeah, okay, that's right. Show the hands, guys. Yeah, we're all agreed that some of the coolest things when we have you on is learning all about the area, the different things, because, of course, you know, these guys that live down in that Toronto over there, <laughs> these big city people just have no idea, <laughs> right? So it takes us folks that live in a, well, all right, folks like yourself to live in an even sl- uh, smaller place than my London, Ontario, to really sell us the goods on this. Uh, last week, uh, you took a little journey, so give us a little bit of information about the journey and life in the Yukon. Well, yes, Kelly, and as coming from Ottawa, I just, I have to share this with people because I just, I know how uh, of uh, much of an impact it has. And so last week, um, I had to drive down to Whitehorse, so that's our six-hour drive for an eye appointment, and I was able to get new glasses for a hurrah, well, order them anyways. Um and also, while I was down in Whitehorse, because it's the main center where everybody is based out of for big stuff, government employers and stuff, um, I did a Zoom meeting with my new employer as well, which um, was very exciting to meet. And I am very happy about how that's going. But... For the trip down, <laughs> we were just planning on going for an overnight. It's kind of a, a standard thing that we do. Um, but we ended up having to stay for three days because of landslides. Oh, wow. So there was, yeah, there was about 10 or so landslides over a couple of kilometers up here, just a few kilometers outside of Dawson. And it just shut everything down there yet again. You know, it's it's huge, the impact that something like that has. So you stayed in, Do- uh, excuse me, in Whitehorse. You knew ahead of time about the landslides, obviously, and just had to stay there because no sense trying to make the journey. Thank gosh you weren't already on the road. Well, actually... Or were you? <laughs> to clarify, we didn't know. Yeah, we were on the road. When oh, we left Thursday morning, we drove around what, you know, what was the beginning of the slide, but we didn't think anything of it. It was just the, it was the one that we went around. And anyways, with um, 511 now is what 
we're using to find out road conditions. And we saw things posted on Facebook, of course, and checked out 511. And sure enough, um, there was a big section of the highway closed. And then eventually they got one lane cleared um, and just had a pilot vehicle pilot through. And so that was only open from 8 to 8. So it was closed the highway was closed from eight to eight so it made it very challenging to (laughs) to get about yeah and 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 also is that something you guys deal with every year when it comes to the slides i i thought i heard this year was pretty uh, on the news i thought i heard it was a rough year for it this year has been uh, a lot of landslides which is not normal Uh, but we also had a lot of precipitation this year um, so they're kind of talking that that may have had a, a big impact on it. Wow. Uh, you guys also made a little bit of a video. Did you see it? No, I've heard about the video. Um, but so is that the one you guys, did you guys make it? Where, where'd the video come from? Yes, I took that as we were driving back through. I actually took three videos, but I only sent you guys one of, the the major spot where we had to be piloted through because wow. it was just the the impact is you don't believe it until you see it. That's amazing. What a talk about landscape totally really changing like that's unbelievable and something that again you know down here we just oh yeah really you know you don't think about well yeah the face of a mountain kind of just whoop, changed. Well, and that's our major mode of transport. Um, So they were actually using the river uh, to transport people back and forth temporarily. Um, And also, um, our power lines were also interrupted because of the landslide. So it had quite a a significant impact for us without power and (laughs) any way to get back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. a big deal. Well, I hope the rest of the journey, though, everything else went good. We'll get into some of that in a moment. Uh, folks can check out w- what Kim talks about today on the report, by the way, at ami.ca slash kellyco. So, Kim, uh, your sons are going to an, a camp, and it seems like a very interesting experience. Well, it's going to be. Yes, well, and as... We are all um, going through truth and reconciliation, and I'm not sure how much the schools are teaching that down south, but um, up here we are in Chonequitchen land, and it's very, very important and very, um, it's, it's a big deal to teach and learn and for our kids to grow and understand where their friends truly have come from and where they're going and how to help and assist. So the past week um, with the Truth and Reconciliation, the school has been teaching uh, as well um, about residential schools and the impact and one of the one of their ideas has come, um, and they do this actually from time to time. Anyways, is they have camp, these camping trips 
which I think are so awesome because when we were down south, we didn't have camping trips like these ones, let me tell you. <laughs> it's a, a whole different experience when they wake up at like minus three <laughs> from a tent and uh, yeah, I've got a moose walking by them. And so, but anyways, they are going to land of plenty uh, is the name of the territory where they're going and spending three days and two nights. And they will be learning about, um, you know, what, what crafts and what they'll learn from the land. They'll be hunting and fishing and just seeing what the land can provide for them and how it has. So it's very important and it's it's a wonderful experience and I'm so grateful that um, you know these kids can learn uh, and see what it's it, you know just a, a glimpse of what was happening right right a, a small experience a sliver of uh, the kinds of um, lifestyles that that people led and lead in the indigenous communities uh, but as you're saying so significant in our learning right the the for me you know i i hear about an initiative that um somebody like an indigenous person is putting out and the significance behind that for them and i feel like this is a huge piece of learning for me and so going out there and experiencing and would you say minus three <laughs> weather and <laughs> understanding all the kinds of uh ways from the food to the the land and the um meaning i guess the sentiment behind the the lifestyle is is really really incredible it's firsthand which i really can appreciate uh, as well for your sons Yes, and that's the best way. They can teach them and talk about it all they want, but to get them out there and experience it, to me, that's golden. Mm-hmm. You do. Kim, want to talk, speaking of getting out there, about your new job. Fill us in. What's going on? Yes, so as you all know, I've been trying to find my niche with new vision and so formally being I am a nurse and so going over into administration was kind of like well uh (laughs) okay let's try because you know that's the way the cookie crumbles and we're going to give it a try so I am trying at energy mines and resources and Wow, it has been such a great experience going through what I have to get where I am, like the things that they've done, and I'm just, uh, I feel very welcome. I thought I would feel like a fish out of water, but they are very uh, accommodating, and even some of the employees, uh, fellow coworkers, have had personal experiences with, you know, vision loss, not necessarily themselves personally, but in their family. And so that just makes it feel like I don't feel so much like an alien in a foreign territory. Yeah. Uh, when they can relate. 
Oh, that's yeah. wonderful, Kim. We're, we're going to have to get more on it because I'm kind of curious how accessible software, the different things that you've been able to go with their attitudes and everything like that. I know there's a little bit more. Maybe we can get into that uh, in, in the next report and you tell us a little bit more. We're out of time. We'll talk to you in a, in a month. Sounds great, Kelly. Thank you. You betcha. Uh, remember, folks, we talk with our committee reporters on Mondays and Tuesdays on the program. Kim Hovey, our committee reporter in Dawson City, Yukon, bring us the report. Check out ami.ca slash Kelly Co. to find out what uh, what things she discussed today in case you want the refresher. We'll be back in just a moment with our CNIB Smart Life segment. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.